This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Listeners, thanks for joining us today. We've got a good question, Michael. Is it okay for Christians to go to bars and casinos? I guess that depends on who you are. That's what I think we better start with. It depends. So there's a lot of variables in this that I think are just, you know, we need to take into consideration. So for example, I mean, this shouldn't need to be said, but okay. There are different kinds of bars. Yes. There are strip bars. There are sports bars. Sports bars. There's bars and grill. Yeah, I just, if, if that's the case, then... Well, can you go to a restaurant with a bar in it? I mean, there's a million audibles and mm-hmm. you can get stuck up on every legalistic, you know, detail. I think there should be probably something intuitive enough inside of a person's maybe mind to know which bars are appropriate, which sure. ones are inappropriate. Uh, I'll give a few, you know, categories for this. Anything that has to do with blatant immorality, meaning like a strip club or something of the sorts, I would say Christians probably shouldn't be. And that should be off limits. In those places. For a Christian. If you're an alcoholic, I would just. Uh, strongly advise you to go to a bar. I'm, I'm taking out bar and grill or whatever. Yeah, no. Like you could probably go to Chili's if you're an alcoholic and you sit in the restaurant section, you know, but that's up to you. You know, your conscience, you got to be smart right. enough to know your conscience. So I, I'm not even going to for a moment take the liberty of giving you boundaries and parameters. Um, you got to figure that out in a way that is really, really wise. I think culture and how Christians even perceive some of these things have radically changed. They've changed, especially, you know, over the years of my ministry career, it was taboo for a Christian to step into even a sports bar. Really? Our softball team goes to the sports bar after our softball games and... Yeah. So things have have changed. Yeah, (laughs) things have changed. Rightfully or wrongfully, depends on how people perceive this. I think rightfully it is loosened up and it has come to more of a moderation, understanding, hey, if I have a problem with drinking, then I don't put myself in a situation where I'm going to struggle with that. People have to know what is going on within their own soul to know what situation can they put themselves into. Yep. So I imagine there's somebody listening to this who comes from a culture, maybe in a different country, that they're not in the American culture. And so in their culture, bars are places where basically alcoholics and fights go, you know, like right. you go there for yep. just the very shady people. I think every culture needs to take into consideration what's happening. Sure. The question actually was posed to say, is it okay to go to, was it bars and casinos, casinos with friends? Yeah. And as long as they aren't drinking excessively. Let me ask a different question. It's the same question without the prepositional <laughs> phrase at the end. Is it okay for a Christian to go to a bar alone? And so I do think there is something just a little I would say 97% of the time, again, I like throwing out random numbers <laughs> off my gut on that one, but uh, like 97% of the time when a Christian goes to a bar alone, alone to drink by themselves. There's no accountability. Yeah, but there's something about the nature of alcohol, if you will, that it's a communal experience. And yeah. so it's kind of a, I would just give somebody a big warning and say drinking alone is, just, is, is, is often strange. When you have sure. to go out you have to leave your home. You have to go. It's just a weird experience. So I would say a lot of the time that's already maybe an indicator that something's a little off if you need to go drink by yourself. But then again, that's the extrovert in me yeah. speaking, you know, like some people just to be at home alone and have a beer, just to whatever, you know, fine. I don't have a lot of judgment for that. But the reason I don't have a lot of judgment for that, and, and I think there's an important cultural interpretive principle here, which is 
that it is very easy for us to use our own cultural moment to yes. reinterpret scripture through that cultural moment and mm -hmm. then retroactively apply that to everyone in our culture. So, you know, in the 19, you know, 20s around the prohibition time, right? Culture was being read into scripture. Like you can't yes. open up the Bible and then prohibit alcohol from the reading of scripture. That's not even plausible, Correct. right? That's just uh, anybody who does that is just not honest. Right. Because we see it the at the, text. we see it in the beginning in Genesis. We see it that with Noah yeah. after the flood and we see it all the way into the later part of the New Testament. The Achilles heel of the whole argument, it's actually so easily dismantled. They'll say, well, the, the wine was just grape juice. And if there was alcohol, it was so little that it, it couldn't affect them. Well, then why were they prohibiting drunkenness? Yes. <laughs> Clearly there was mm -hmm. the capacity to get drunk, you know? So like the people of God have always navigated good gifts and we've always used them in moderation. You know, mm -hmm. you can think of a million good gifts and if you use them too much, they corrupt you. So um, that's the nature of every good gift God gives us. And yeah. so I, I think there's just like this uh, general tension with all of this. Now we're talking about alcohol. Let's go to the casino part of that yeah. and talk about that because we do have another question um, for our next podcast about uh, casinos and entertainment. Sure. Maybe what we'll do is we'll just give a high-level answer, and then we'll come back next time. And go I think that'd probably be the best thing to do. A little bit deeper. Actually, before we go into the casino thing, I just want to— <laughs> I'm just— uh, I'm watching you think. <laughs> you know what happened? You're back and forth. No, you know what happened? You just got back from Haiti, and you were just telling me and Dan a story. My wife shared with me, too, about um, some boys in Haiti who, are li who listen to our podcast. Yes. You know, they're, they're guys who have ambitions to go into ministry, and they're in a different country, and they listen to us. And you just came back, and I've been there. We've been—I don't know. Were we? No, we weren't there together, but no. we've both been there. And the cultural divide is so different. And so, like, I'm trying to imagine through their lens, what is a bar? Yeah. What yeah. is a casino? Sure. They may interpret the question as is not what we mean in right. our context, you know, or I'm thinking about our listeners in Hong Kong, right? Yeah. Like, uh, we have this contingency of downloads every month in Hong Kong. I, I actually don't know what a bar or a casino looks like there, you know? And, mm -hmm. and so I think there is this general principle when we answer these questions. All our listeners understand what we're talking about in right. our context. And, and I actually don't think they do. Correct. I can imagine somebody submits a question and says, is it okay for me to go to a massage parlor? Well, what here, does that mean? by and large, that doesn't mean the same thing as it does in some cities in Asia. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So right. like, my point in saying that is like, I want to be tempered in our response, but say, listen, in the American context, the idea of extra biblical rules is going away. And in fact, the most strategic and effective people for the gospel are getting past all the extra biblical rules. We're trying to not read as much of maybe our cultural rules into scripture and then making scripture say things it doesn't mm -hmm. intend to say. And I think it's a really good move. I think what's happened is the church is getting back to the—we have a long way to go, don't get me wrong, but we're getting back to a more pure— less adulterated reading of scripture and the demands of scripture on yes. the everyday life. Now, that being said, I'm ranting here. Just, I'm sorry, Tim. <laughs> I'm just, watching you. We haven't been in the studio for like two or three weeks, so I got a lot to say. But where our cultural moment where we are reading too little into the word of God are the demands of holiness. Yes, I agree. And so we are still guilty of this and we're we're letting the scriptures allow sin where it doesn't sin mm -hmm. rather than mandating rules where it doesn't mandate it. We're taking away the rules and just giving, you know, sure. launch freedom. Now, sure. Let's actually, let's shift gears. Let's do the casino. We talk about the casinos. Let's here. talk about that next time because the question, uh, can you read the question? It was about entertainment. And yeah. The next question for us will be, what does the Bible say about gambling for entertainment purposes? That's kind of a, a nuanced way of understanding gambling. Yep. Because 
We have video gaming. Yeah. We have casinos. Casinos and Indian reservations. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of stuff. There's the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that'd be a fun question. Just let's isolate the two. Yes. And uh, let's come back to that one tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Two days. Yeah. Next time. Next time. <laughs>